0: The Lance Wall Now Show is coming at you live from the Master himself, with a special broadcast taken from one of Lance's most recent appearances. Tune in and get ready for some major revelation. Seven Mountain Revelation, or the 7M Revelation, as I finally upgraded it to try to separate myself a little bit from everybody else copying me. The idea is the church here. Is actually our goal is the thing called the Gates of Influence (G.O.I.). Gates at the top of every one of these verticals. These are vertical institutions. At the top of each of these verticals are a thing called gates. Gates of influence. That's why you hear about Wall Street. That's why in the uh, Arts and uh, or the arch mountain over here, you're going to hear about Hollywood. That's why in government, you're always going to hear at your state capital or Washington, D.C. That's why in the, you know, in the college realm or in the education realm, you're always going to hear at the Ivy League. Understand that the world is built with hierarchy structures. And there's somebody at the top, and these, these are called gatekeepers. So if you want to be able to break in to the game in business, you're going to have to have somebody that is a gatekeeper, either with the banking... Or the consulting agencies or the Madison, God's gonna give you favor with somebody who has a seat at the gate. Yeah, right. Understand how this works? So in each of these rows, then you got the family mountain over here, and thank God God put the father and the mother. This is the this, this and the church over here, God has set it so that like the Jews, so long as you got your family and your synagogue, you can preserve your spirituality, your blessing, and your prosperity because your family and your spiritual life is under the covering. You got the, anoint, you got the covering of the ministry, you got the covering of the parents. If those two things are intact, then I don't care, my forefathers have always never, Jewish people have never been more than 2% of the population in the United States in the entire history of America, and yet they've exerted a disproportionate influence on American culture. From Seinfeld to Bernstein to Einstein to Dershowitz, we all over the place. And we've never been more than 2% of your population. Why? Because we were taught to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. Whatever you are, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're a this, you're a that. Every mother is inspired, prophesying over their kids. No, no one's like my boy, no one's like my girl. The kids are going to the top. Why? Because the Jewish people, if they're not at the top, they get killed off. There's a spiritual animosity towards them for 2,000 years. They get persecuted. Nobody gets persecuted like that. Everyone comes to America, they go through, whether you're Korean, whether you're, whether you're Indian, you go through a period of time where you're, where you're, where you're Irish or Polish, period of time when you're going to be like uh, resisted, but then you're assimilated. Which is a very interesting thing about the African-American community. You would think the Jewish people and the black community would have a, a Holy Ghost alignment in the kingdom of God. That's what we got to do because our tribe is the last one assimilated. It's almost like the devil doesn't want us have an influence. The system is set up to fight us. That's why you've got to go to the top. You have to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. That's the only way you get a seat at the table is when you have authority there. So I started this uh, this, this analysis, and I realized that, you know, that Nations actually are, the direction of a nation is determined, the arts mountain. Then I had, uh, I had arts and media separated. This year I put arts and media together because I put science and technology uh, over here because with, the, with AI and COVID, I realized we got another mountain we got to deal with. It was when Uval, Uval Noah Harari at the, at the Davos World Economic Forum boasted that science is the new God. He's a Jewish homosexual. Here's a weird combination. Israeli Jewish intellect homosexual. They call him the prophet. And he says he's a major advisor to the wealth gurus of Davos and the World Economic Forum. He said, when I realized that the scientists were shutting down mosques, synagogues, and churches... And they were all closing down because the men in the white coats with the laboratory stethoscopes, they were the new deity. The scientists could tell religion when to be open and when to shut up. The moment I heard that, I said, that's it, you get a mountain. The gates of influence here are going to be the World Health Organization, uh, whatever lawyers or legal, legal forces you've got that are going to be there. And the innovations that Christians have in terms of science and technology that they can patent and protect and not sell to the pharmaceutical companies so they can make their money over here in the business arena, but not sell out to the system. Anyway, those seven gates are where hell occupies the high places. But these people, my friends, that are at the top, my suggestion for you, my challenge for you, my my proposition, if you will, is I'm happy to have my media company. Then the Lord spoke to me. He's kind of, kind of had to kind of jerk the slack out of me a little bit yesterday. He said, hey, you're making money over there in your media company. I, all, I spent more years desperate for financial breakthrough than living in super abundance. Because I kind of think the Lord likes it when your disposition with him is, unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my voice? O oh my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed, let not my enemies triumph. But God likes a little element of desperation. It kind of keeps us intimate and dependent on him. But he doesn't want you needing to be on the brink of financial or physical disaster in order to get you there. He would prefer that it was your heart drawing to him. By the way, somebody here doesn't like what I just said. Here's a verse from Psalms that'll change your theology. Thou hast enlarged me in my distress. You keep on praying for God to deliver you from the distress that God put you in to expand your capacity. Let me say that again. You keep on asking the intercession to pray, get hands laid on, you go find a prophet to prophesy you out of your distress when God's using that distress to expand your capacity. Lord told me something this year. I started changing my advisors. Sometimes you got to change your advisors. you already got the benefit of everybody that loves you and talks to you now. Add someone new to the mix that has new competencies. I one of them at a board meeting recently insulted me, and I loved it. He said, brother, with where you're going and where you are right now, you're gonna to have to become much more sophisticated than you are. It was an elegant rebuke. He was saying that I didn't bother myself with C Corp, S Corp, auxiliary, all the, all, all, the, all the structuring of corporate intrigue that covers this and covers that and works taxes this way. And he was accusing me of being super spiritual when I should be a bit more educated. And I took it right in that moment. I said, you're absolutely right, brother. I've almost had a pompous pride about not being involved with that stuff. I just preached the word, just believe God, and I was not being sophisticated. And he said, here's your problem. All growth requires an upgrade in competency and capacity. Yeah. We're entering a period of time that has increased hostility against people of faith. It's a time when Christians are gonna be tested on a moral, physical, psychological, and even a financial basis. I'm here to remind you that God is the one who has blessed you thus far, and he will take care of you in the future. You have a divine responsibility, however, to see trouble and prepare yourself. For example, with record inflation eating away at the value of the U.S. dollar, The savings in your retirement account is in danger of slipping away. I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now that includes no penalties, there's no taxes, when you transfer current retirement funds into Birch Gold. To see how it works, I want you to go to lancewilandlaw.com forward slash Birch and get your free info kit, and you'll be glad that you did. Now listen to me. All growth requires an expansion of competency and capacity. So pick your vertical. Well, some people go, Brother Lance, I feel called to go in a lot of my prophecy about arts. I have prophecy about business. I have prophecy about the ministry. Well, here's what you got to learn. That in every destiny, your mountains line up in a certain sequence. So you got to figure out in 2024, what door is opening into which one? Because God's either going to take you up another level in the one that you're on, or he's about to island hop you. And don't think that because you have no experience there that you're safe. You're not safe. Because you'll be surprised how God's been preparing you. Poor little David, sitting there, his brother's rejecting him. All that rejection by himself, and it's time for all the siblings to come along and let the man of God come and anoint them. Who's gonna be like anointed? Who's gonna be the first one? He's out in the field. The father Jesse's even embarrassed about him because evidently the, he's the love child of a bad relationship he's a little embarrassed about. Samuel goes, I don't understand it. This guy looks good, but the Lord says it's not him. This guy isn't big. I'm supposed to anoint somebody. I don't feel like they're here yet. You got another kid? Oh, get him. Poor little kids out there isolated, his family, his brothers weren't particularly fond of him. What's he do all day? Well, he's melancholy. He sits out there with a harp and sings these songs all day long. And then when he gets bored, he's got a slingshot and he's whacking things. That harp is going to open up the door to Saul's house. The harp is going to be the music ministry that the therapist goes to. It's a church music ministry where the king the political guy gets delivered from demons because of your music. Then when he's in proximity to the throne, the music therapist, which is what he was, the Holy Ghost music therapist, sees Goliath because he's bringing lunch to his brothers who are all in the military, and he has access to Saul because God set him up there using a gift he honed in isolation disconnected from his ultimate destiny, but God had a reason for it. Then he says, hey, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? His isolation, we find out, kept him from the contamination of the traumatization that everybody else was under. So he annoyed them because he was optimistic when they were all miserable. He says, hey... Why didn't somebody else kill that guy? Oh, shut up. Think it's that easy? I don't know what you're doing here. You're just spying things out, trying to get out of work. No, what did I do now? He's always in trouble with his brothers. Gets to Saul, who already knows who he is. David, oh, what are you doing here? I was just delivering lunch for my brothers, but hey, this, this uh, giant, I'll deal with him. you deal with him? Oh, David, that man's a killer. He's been a killer since his youth. My boy... It's a different field than music. Now, here's the interesting thing I'll talk about tomorrow. The force of favor, and there's a certain thing called the signet ring anointing I've got to talk about. The signet ring anointing is when God has authorized you to have unique access through a door of influence that he puts you in, where you have disproportionate power to shape the perception of someone else by what you say, because God talks through you. Favor positions you. The signet ring authorizes. Yeah. And suddenly David is positioned by favor in proximity to the throne, who is destined to be a king. Though he himself isn't even thinking about that. He's thinking about that giant problem that isn't being solved. And he says, almost like a Jedi mind trick. He goes, your servants slew a lion and a bear and this giant will be just like one of them. And Saul goes, My servant slew a lion and a bear. This giant will be just like one of them. All right. Overrides his own practical wisdom because that signet ring sealed into him an impression God wanted that kid to go out there. You'll get opportunities that you cannot explain, so I'm trying to warn you. Be prepared. Practice in private. Don't worry about how many likes and followers you've got. Practice. Develop competency. Because once you have visibility, your big problem is, while you are lamenting your lack of success and romantically preoccupied with your deliverance and your story, you should have been building capacity. You should have been building capacity to handle what's coming. Well, anyway... That's a bunch of what I want to talk about. Where I want to go tomorrow, signet ring anointing, is when God seals you with authority. You get, you get an impression from God that Burns makes an imprint on you. That's what Seven Mountains was for me. Other people just caught it. and caught it so much that I, I'll never again probably say that fight for my novelty in terms of being the originator but it's just that I know there's another wave coming and it's not seven mountains it's another message and I won't do what I did last time on this one I'm not going to have everybody's brother go out there and claim amazing grace with something they wrote because it's public domain because we have to protect this next thing seven mountains nobody did it nobody did it so what I want to talk to you about is what we got to do Because here's the mistake we made. You don't mind me telling you right now. This is your opportunity. How many of you would like to go through that open door of prosperity and and go up that mountain? I'll tell you who God's looking for right now. I will build my what? Church. And these gates of influence, these gates of hell, understand that hell operates at these gates. You want to know why it is people freak out over a Supreme Court nominee? Why you got the handmaid's tale and the riots and the screaming when one judge, like Kavanaugh, is being put in? Because the devil knows. Out of the whole Monopoly board, that's that's Park Place and, uh, you know, Boardwalk. He knows where the real estate is. He knows the real estate that's at the White House and the executive branch, which is why all hell's going to break loose during election year. He's got to control certain territory in order for the machinery to bring the absolute collapse of the United States. So there's all-out warfare at these gates. But if you're willing to do it, what God wants you to do, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against you. Now, this is a mystery to me. We're all over here. We're here praying, prophesying, breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. But then when you break the huddle, you got to go out here to the business mountain or something, or an arch mountain and sell some CDs or get some... I know where you're going. I pastored for 20 years. I sit where you sit. So somehow we break out and go over there and we got a marketplace anointing or something. i am tell you, it's time that we just were honest about it. The truth of the matter is, there's levels on these mountains. God's called his people to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. You can't be over here all the time and expect to go to the top of the arch mountain over here. Now, you could be a sensational, as I'm hearing tonight, worship artist, but if God calls you to do a soundtrack or go work with a corporation, you should not have to have a crisis of sanctification. Even though the kill rate is high when we do it alone, If you do it as the ecclesia, you won't fall. Here's what I'm going to suggest to you. The apostolic church, this is why I'm here to meet this apostle in his own church and meet some of you prophetic people. The apostolic is about to come into a whole new generation of maturity and activation in America. We haven't seen it yet. Most of, a lot of them that were called were like Saul and flunked the political test. They looked at the price they would pay for wading into controversy, and they decided to dance around it. And they left the people without educated knowledge, and my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It caused them to be prey to anyone else's opinion because they weren't properly protecting the flock. Well, God notes that stuff. He doesn't take them out. The house of Saul stayed, but the house of David got stronger. So God's about to put his anointing on the stewards who will do what he wants done. And they're going to have exploits. And they're going to have labeling and criticism and persecution from the Sanhedrin. So be it. Here's what's going to happen. God is going to take cities and states and nations. They all have their seven mountain or their 7M grid. He's going to take them, and the apostolic church is going to find its place In the center of the equation, not off to the side. Because we're going to be sending people of influence into all spheres. Does that resonate with you? But now, where it falls apart is I'm not trying to be disrespectful. You want to get that Holy Ghost anointing? You want me to lay hands on you, prophesy, release on you that same favor, acumen, and anointing that I know works with 100 families that I'm counseling with 25 to 100 million dollars? Here's the deal. There's no way that's going to just get on you and you're going to go up because the model is two or three gathered together in my name, there I am. The only power authorized to go up against a strong man is the ecclesia. Not you, but you and those that are with you as the church. That's why we have casualties because we lay hands on these wonderful people and pray to God they're going to prosper and bring that offering back for the building fund. That paradigm's broke. Now the apostles are actually raising up people. What I'm doing is raising them up to be able to go in. And I said, well, Lord, I need to, this is most radical. You're telling me that you're going to do church planting in the seven mountains? Well, of course, that's what the Lord's been saying. Every time I go off on a Caribbean cruise or go to another nation and I preach in Jerusalem, I got 100, 100 nations I preach to every year. I got Miles, Miles Monroe's old job description. After he died, I took it. I go to Jerusalem and I talk and fill in for all those government, business, believers from 100 nations. I know what's going on out there. In the world. They all come in. They come in with the Feast of Tabernacles. They dance their beautiful dance. They got their garments, their clothing, their unique sound. Every nation has its own particular ethnic beauty, its own own motif, its own music, its own color, its own pageantry, its own flag they're not ashamed of. And then they pray. And I'm like one of their apostolic rabbis. Oh, God, deliver the Congo from corruption. They're all dealing with corruption. They're all dealing with it, praying for God's economic rain to come, the latter rain, the former rain, we prayed tonight. But what's holding it back? Without capacity. If God sends the rain, the heathen will swallow it up and leave the church broke. You want to deal with corruption? You've got to go into the government mountain. That government mountain is getting paid for the status quo. So as I'm sitting there, I'm realizing, oh my God, all the nations that are crying out for the end time move of God, God has a move for the nations. You know what's gonna happen? The ecclesia is gonna have to go into the government mountain. The ecclesia is gonna have to go into the business mountain. The ecclesia is gonna have to go into the media mountain. We're gonna have to start going into the territory Satan has sewed up. And if you'll go there, there are angels in unity with that mission as one that are ready to open the doors in spite of your many enemies. Two or three, that's all it takes. I said to the Lord, I said, I need some Bible for this one. It'd be amazed when you ask the Lord for the word of God. I said, I need confirmation. I cannot preach a theory. The Lord said, we're gonna go to Daniel. Boom, Babylon, boom. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, where were they? They were in the government mountain. They were Daniel's house when Daniel's life was threatened, and all the wise men of Babylon were going to get killed. They went to Daniel's house, and the four of them sought mercies of the God in heaven, the God of heaven, in a Holy Ghost Hebrew Pentecostal prayer meeting. And while they prayed, Daniel said, "Oh man, I'm going to lay down right now." Into the visions and dreams of God, he slips right over to Nebuchadnezzar's dream life. God shows him the sweep of what the dream was. Boom! He wakes up fully energized. He got the download from heaven. How did that happen? Because God had an ecclesia at the top of the government mountain in Babylon. D.C. may be bad, but it ain't Babylon. So I'm looking down, I'm going, dear God, that is kind of obvious. Wonder how we missed it. We never put churches in those seven mountains. That's why Broadway's so screwed up. That's why Wall Street's so screwed The tares are getting more mature all the time. And the Christians are there, God bless them. Surviving, trying to keep their little light, this little lad of mine, trying to maintain their integrity. Put a little Christmas card out now and then, be a witness. The apostolic is rising and when it does, You prophets are gonna have a fresh wind in your sails because what I'm preaching has to be activated. The apostles have all the pieces. They have, but the prophets are peculiarly anointed to go inspire people to do this stuff. The apostles will have structure, but the prophets will activate. And the saints are already there waiting to be activated. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code to save 50% on your MyPillow 2.0. Not only that, for a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code LANCE to save big on all of Mike's best products. That's promo code LANCE. Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends. Because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.